how funny that an asthmatic kid would be <laughs> teaching and sharing breath work. I could barely breathe as a kid. It's so interesting. And I'll start with Breathwork Finding Me. Just over six years ago, I went to a small gay men's group, kind of went not really wanting to go. A friend is like, come, we're going to a breathwork circle. And, you know, that evening, I could honestly say changed my life. It was so powerful to think that one session of deep breathing to music can literally <laughs> transform me on all levels. Hi, I'm Derek Mills. Welcome to The Glow Podcast. In this special edition of The Glow Podcast, beloved Glow teacher Gustavo Padron is our guest host, and his guest is Jay Bradley. Back when Gustavo was prepping for a career in medicine, he suffered a hamstring injury while running. On his quest to heal his body and manage stress, he discovered yoga. Jay is a breathwork teacher and healer who has spent roughly 30 years researching health, wellness, and spirituality. He struggled with depression and illness from a young age, and his search for something to help navigate his pain led to numerous healing modalities and eventually to breathwork. Jay shares what it was like to grow up in a small Canadian town and the impact of being bullied for being gay. He discusses the benefits of breathwork and how the practice has helped him and how it enables him to help others through his guidance. Together, Gustavo and Jay make clear how breathwork can help make meaningful, changes to our physical and emotional health. As Jay puts it, every inhale is a brand new energy that we've never had in the body before. He mentions on his website that he is inspired most when he can help somebody to speed up their transformation from pain to freedom, to resurrect their life, and to remember who they truly are. His mission is to reconnect people with their inner power and purpose so that they can get busy living the life that they deserve. I hope you enjoy Gustavo's conversation with Jay Bradley. Hi, Jay. It is such an honor to sit with you and chat. I have been following your work for about three years now, and I am just so excited to share all your amazing gifts with the GLOW community. My friend, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you for having me, Gustavo. Of course. Do you want to tell us a little <laughs> about, about yourself? Um, if you could give us like a 30-second elevator spill of who Jay is. What would that say? Wow, 30 seconds. And <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, a gay bullied kid from small town Canada <laughs> um, who had a lot of chronic illness and depression uh, breaks through the barriers to a place where he feels awesome thanks to a whole lot of help from the spiritual, emotional, uh, physical worlds. How's that? <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. Ah, oh, Jay, thank you. That is the perfect 30 second elevator intro. intro. And um, I, like I mentioned earlier, I have been following your work for about three years. And something that really attracted me to your work is your upbringing. You just mentioned that um, as a gay boy, you felt 
out of place and in some ways felt like you didn't belong. And I connect with that. I grew up in Mexico and um, coming out was really challenging for me because of the culture I lived in and the machismo that was so present within my family, but also just in the town that I lived in. So I want to get right into it. Can you share mm -hmm. a little bit more about what it was like for Jay to grow up in Canada and how um, your sexuality helped you discover beautiful gifts that now you get to share them with the world Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, you know, it, certainly not Canada. I mean, it was a, a rather small town and, you know, it was, well, many years ago. I'm 53 now, so times are different now. But uh, while growing up, there was there was a lot of that machismo as well and a lot of uh, really angry energy around me uh, in, you know, in school. And so, you know, really what I remember from as young back as, as kindergarten is just being beat up, being bullied, being called names, you know, not really understanding why people were picking on me. Um, and of course, that perpetuated this feeling of, of sort of a lack of self-worth, lack of uh, empowerment, because, well, you, you probably know, you know, when you, do, when you feel like you don't fit in or, you, or there's something different about you, uh, you, at least for me, I put on a lot of masks you know, year after year, began to build up layers of protection and, you know, try to become the person that I thought they would like. <laughs> mm. um, play fo played football in high school, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but I would have much rather gone to theater class or singing class, you know. <laughs> yes. But I started to do things that just didn't feel super authentic to, to me just to become uh, somebody that could fit in. But honestly, never really felt like I fit in. So, Um, I left for the bigger city of Toronto at 17 years old. I literally felt like it was a matter of survival to get out of uh, my hometown and expand, you know, and, and that was a great escape for me because as you know, big cities tend to be more accepting, mm -hmm. more open-minded. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then I got this wrong. I thought you grew up in Canada. Okay. So you moved to Toronto when you were 17. But I did, I lived, I was born in Thunder Bay, Ontario, which is also in Canada. Yes. I see. Okay. Okay. I, I yeah. thought that I had gotten that uh, wrong. Well, amazing. No, I, hear, okay. I hear Canada is such a amazing place and people there are yeah. super nice and accepting. Obviously I've never yeah. been, but um, was that your experience? Did you feel that you were in a more welcoming environment, that you were able to be yourself uh, when you landed in Toronto? Definitely in Toronto. I mean, now Canada is super open and mm -hmm. progressive and it's a wonderful place. Uh, but but Toronto definitely opened up my eyes. I started to feel really free and started to embrace who I was in all areas, including my sexuality, you know, uh, and my creativity. So, you know, I think there's just something about a bigger city. <laughs> totally. I don't, people are open-minded. People are just following their dreams and, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I mean, I can totally relate to this. I grew up in a really tiny town in West Texas, Presidio. That's the name of the town. I mean, the population back then was maybe 2,000 people. Wow. Tiny, tiny. And that it's a border small. town. So small. A border town with Mexico, uh, with Chihuahua, Mexico. So that's North Mexico, South Texas. And uh, I mean, it was... <sighs> 
I wasn't exposed to different cultures. I wasn't exposed to different ideologies. It was the same thing. Like there was a baseline and you either fit in or you didn't. So when I moved to Austin, Texas, which, which is where I live now, um, I was able to just be myself. I let go of this idea of who I thought I needed to be to fit in and starting falling in love more with who I was and fully accepting and embracing um, who Gustavo is. And this has also helped me find my way through connecting with myself a little better through the different practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work, which is how I connected with you. You lead amazing and life-changing transformational breath work sessions that I am just mesmerized by the way you hold space, by the way you encourage your clients slash students to rip off the mask to fully embrace yeah. who they are. And he, I'm a firm believer that our breath is the most sacred and the most important relationship we're ever going to have in this world. Ooh, powerful and, statement. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just the one thing that is always going to be with us day in and day out until we transition into another plane, whatever your beliefs are with that. But I, I am so just mesmerized by the power of our breath. And I want my GLOW community, my GLOW family to hear from an expert like you about the benefits of breath work and how you found breath work. Yeah. Well, how funny that an asthmatic kid would be (laughs) teaching Mm. and sharing breath work. I could barely breathe as a kid. So it's so interesting. Uh, and I'll start with Breathwork Finding Me. Uh, just over six years ago, I uh, went to a small gay men's group. It kind of went not really wanting to go. A friend is like, come, we're going to a breathwork circle. And, you know, that that evening, honestly, I, well, I could honestly say changed my life. It was so powerful to think that one session of deep breathing to music can literally <laughs> transform Uh, me on all levels. I mean, I was super, super hot and sweaty. And then I got really cold and all of my energy points and chakras were kind of pulsating a lot of emotion, a lot of uh, tears and euphoric by the end. And I thought, what just happened here? Uh, I realized, you know, probably 25 years ago, I worked with a lady in Toronto. Uh, She was a healer and I realized she did take me through some breathing And I remember like sobbing on the table with my teddy bear that she gave me and just like having these profound experiences. So, uh, but it was reintroduced at this men's group. And, you know, that was the time, like everything, it came at the right time for me. You know, I had been doing a lot of work for over 30 years on emotional, spiritual stuff, but I was looking for another piece, a piece that could help me more like permanently feel better. You know, there's a lot of quick Mm -hmm. fixes out there, but I, I kind of felt, I kept falling back into old patterns. So uh, the beauty of breath work, and you asked about the benefits, um, what I love so much because I have a background in, in health and wellness and fitness too, is there's a lot of physical benefits to breath work. Um, I could go on and on, but you know, it helps to detox the body, 
oxygenate the blood. It helps to relieve physical pain as well. Um, and it, uh, it works at uh, de-stressing, releasing oxytocin and all sorts of uh, wonderful endorphins and hormones. So it does a really magical uh, job of, of rebalancing the physical body. Uh, and then what's so cool though, what excites me the most is the emotional benefits of breath work. And you, you probably know now with mm -hmm. breath work, there's, there's a lot of release and, and sometimes uh, sadness or grief or, or anger or rage uh, or just gratitude and joy start to show up just from breathing. And so we get really clear on what we're holding and it helps us to release it uh, through breath work. And then, yeah, and then the chakras, which I love to talk about, the, the seven main energy points in our body. Uh, it also helps to sort of balance and realign those just mm -hmm. by breathing. So really powerful uh, hour or so where you literally help all areas of your life. It's so fascinating. Um, I had the honor to train under Jay. I did my uh, breathwork facilitator, healer trainer with Jay just last month. Did we just yes. wrap up last month? Yeah. We did. And for me, it was just so transformational in all levels. I was really resistant at first. And yeah, it was just literally my mind getting in the way of like oh you're doing something new um we don't operate in this level we don't like to get vulnerable we have to be perfect always <laughs> so right. i know it's like and this is like my um, the thing that i am practicing these days letting go of perfection yeah we both trust, have that and it's i think it's it stems from a lack of or it stems from not feeling that we belong so yep. if we're perfect, then people can accept us. Yes. And kind of not having control uh, in mm -hmm. our life. So that gives us some sense of, okay, mm -hmm. we can control mm -hmm. this. We can, yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. 100%. So through, through my training, through my time um, under your guidance, I had big releases of energy and in a way trauma. There were things that I was holding onto in my body that I did not know that I had in some way forgotten. So it's so fascinating to me to remember that we can use this tool that is our breath to dig in there and hmm. in a way reorganize the energy of every cell Love and that. heal ourselves. And that's the beautiful thing about breath work. I mean, you don't need any fancy equipment. All you need is literally yeah. yourself. And this is why I'm so passionate to hear more of your story and also to encourage um, our listeners out there to try breath work because yeah. I have found profound healing and a deep sense of being in my body, feeling connected just by laying there and breathing. So the type of yeah. breath work that Jay teaches friends is an active breath work. So yes, you are lying down breathing, but you, it's really active. Like, I mean, you start sweating, you start getting cold, you start feeling a little dizzy. I mean, it's a phenomenal experience that I 1010 recommend you try it. 
Uh, Jay, it's it's just amazing. It's one of the best things that I have done for myself this year. And I am just so I'm excited so to continue this practice. Thank yeah, you. And I'm Thank so you. glad you, you reached out and that you trusted me to share that process because, uh, you know, when something comes into your life, you know, with yoga, I mean, when something changes your life and you're, you're so, you know, your belief is there, you just want to share it with the world. And I just want to speed up people's process to healing and to feeling better because, you know, I'll be honest, most of my life, the majority of it, uh, I didn't feel so good, you know, mm -hmm. and it's been a just a constant process. And it's like, it got really frustrating, really, uh, just really heavy for so long. So yeah, that's why I get excited. And what you said about unexpected, that's what I love so much. I've had so many people come to class or in private sessions and they'll be like, wow, what just happened? What was that? Uh, and people don't realize how much they're holding day to day until you lay down and breathe, which is so cool. And like you said, trauma, um, childhood stuff, all sorts of things that we carry. It's literally the best medicine, in my opinion, yeah. out there. Yeah. So Jay, yeah. I, I want to learn more about what you did in your previous life prior to facilitating breathwork trainings, prior mm -hmm. to facilitating breathwork classes, I have read your bio and see that you were an actor and a model. Tell us more about that. I am so interested. Maybe we should start with what I haven't done because that's a shorter list. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um. I think life is too short. And I yeah. heard this on a podcast a few years ago that said something along the lines of life is too short to only explore one career path. Love and I love that. that because, you know, a lot, I feel like a lot of people get zoned out and zoomed in into just one thing, but we're multifaceted. We need different things at different stages of our lives to feel supported, to feel good and I'm a firm believer in trying different things to see yeah. what you like. Yeah. And I think that was my biggest frustration through my life is like, oh God, really? I'm reinventing again? Like, come on, can't I just find the one thing I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. I do think this process of helping people to heal is definitely a big part of that and what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, when I was... When I was 17, I went to Toronto and I began modeling. I signed up with a modeling agency called Armstrong Men. And, you know, it was always a dream. I used to look at the, <laughs> the Sears catalog. You guys have Sears here. I think. Yeah, I'd yeah. just be like, oh, I want to be in there. Um, so I did. I was in all, all of the catalogs, you know, throughout the throughout Canada, some of the U.S. as well. And um, did all sorts of diff different aspects of modeling from a really young age and continued that actually, wow, even into my late thirties. And then that branched out to commercials and some acting. So uh, did musical theater, did some, some small roles in soap operas in New York when I moved to New York. How and fun. It was, that was a childhood dream. My mom would be watching the soaps and I'd be like, Oh my God. I want to be on one of those. <laughs> so I, like I checked, I keep checking the list, you know, the bucket list and uh, soon realized, uh, I don't know if my heart is in acting. I kind of want to be myself, you know, I don't mm -hmm. really want to be a character. Uh, and so th that's kind of been the process. And, and along the way, I, I've done a lot of things. I mean, I, in terms of health, I was a personal trainer, fitness trainer, massage therapist, 
Uh, I'm a Reiki master. I do uh, hypnosis and of course now breath work and other sort of hands-on healing work as well. Um, but also spent 10 and a half years in catering and event, events, oddly enough. Wow. So, yeah. So I used to uh, be in sales and event uh, planning as well. So kind of juggled, kind of wore some different hats. Um, but everything, as you know, everything we do leads us to where we are. Yeah. And has, yeah, it's given me a lot of, uh, a lot of insight, a lot of strength. And I have very few things that I want to check off now, you know, off that list, mm. which is a nice feeling too. I, I love that Jay. And I just had this big epiphany when you were mentioning, um, flipping through the Sears catalogs. <laughs> I am really big and I am a, just a big fan of the law of attraction and manifestation. I believe yes. in the power of our thoughts. And it just reminded me of all the amazing vision boards that I have created in my life and all the amazing things that I have attracted because of the power of visualization. Like you said, you were look flipping through cat catalogs and you would see these models and you're like, one day. Yes. And then it's just so fascinating to hear You're right. that that is possible. I feel like our mind, our our mind sees that and sees that as, as a sign that, oh, that is also possible for me. And I know that you've led law of attraction uh, breathwork classes. Yeah. And I, I want to learn more about yeah. what, what that is like for someone out there that wants to get into um, breath work and also basically hit two things with one, right? Yeah. Um, what is that process like? Yeah. I, and I'm really glad you said that. Cause you know, sometimes we forget and we don't honor our own journey and like, mm -hmm. how the heck did a small town Canadian boy end up in New York on soap operas? Right. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so thank you for that. I'm going to acknowledge that. Holy, holy smokes. Yes, I did. I did create that. Right. Yeah. You with, made that happen. Yeah, that's so true. So, well, I was really into the law of attraction, of course, when the secret came out, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, yes, we're going to make this happen. And um, I think there was some missing pieces for me. And I began to, to get really frustrated <laughs> with the process because like, like, where's my stuff? You know, things aren't <laughs> like, where's, why aren't they showing up? Uh, mm -hmm. And so there's obviously so many factors, but what I realized is a couple of things. Um, I didn't really believe that I mm -hmm. could have that. So the belief mm. system needed some reworking and my thought process kept falling into old patterns. So when we spend more time not feeling good or thinking about lack, even if we're, you know, 20, 30% in the positive, uh, that creates <laughs> an issue with, with the law of attraction. So what I love about combining breath work and the law of attraction. Now it's come full circle and I'm absolutely, um, I'm absolutely sitting in this beautiful energy of, of creation. And I feel it more than ever because breath work, I always say it has a way of rewiring your system. So mm -hmm. it gets you to a point of relaxation. It's almost like a hypnotic, uh, induction. Mm -hmm. So once you're in that state and you begin to visualize and feel, you know, and sense the things you want. Um, it almost creates a more effortless channel for it to, to show up. So it's, uh, it's beautiful. It cracks you open and you're in this beautiful heart centered 
grateful state that makes it a lot easier to receive. And the big thing about breath work is it clears away all the crap, clears away, you know, like you said, all the trauma and things that might be blocking more good from coming in. So what I would say to people is commit to the breathwork practice, find something that resonates and, and sort of make it a regular practice because each time you do it, you're going to peel layers back more and more and more. And eventually you're going to, you're going to just realize what an open channel you are to receive uh, anything that you want. Mm. So uh, it's a big, big component. I say that it rewires your brain and your, and your heart and your emotions as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, along with that, I, I coach people around really catching their thoughts really catching the negative and replacing it with the positive every time it's a full-time job <laughs> it is no it totally <laughs> is people. yeah like i'm on it full-time but the more you do it and the longer you do it it does become easier like i'm noticing now how much more joy i have how much happier mm -hmm. i am and i'm uh not noticing the negative quite as much i love that i love that jay um also something that i say in some of my yoga classes is every every exhale is an opportunity to make space love it right because you're like literally releasing and then every love inhale it. is an opportunity for you to welcome something in so that yes. just i mean breath literally the one automatic skill and tool that we have day in and day out can help us call in whatever it is that we want. We just have to be like super intentional with what we're allowing in and what we're yes. letting, where we are ready to let go. I love that. I love that. I like in the, the inhale also, uh, and I love what you said, because if we, first of all, if we can imagine, what do you want? Do you want more peace? Do you want more abundance? Do you mm -hmm. want more love? And imagining those words or that emotion as you inhale. Yeah. And then exhaling any of the old stuck energy out. Uh, exactly what you said. And, if you think about an inhale, it's brand new energy. Every inhale is brand new energy that we've never had in our body before. Wow. Right? Yeah. 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 So it's like, okay. <sighs> so change is possible. Um, renewal is possible. And I like what you said that it's with it's the only thing with us all the time <laughs> from birth to death. That's powerful. I know, right? It's it's mm -hmm. it's something that I had this big epiphany uh, when I was looking at different breathwork trainings mm -hmm. and because that is what attracted me to breathwork i mean i've done so many years of pranayama like alternate nostril breathing i've done a uh, breath of fire but i was looking yep. for something like you said something that is effective to speed up the healing process <sighs> and i think that is what really drew me to your method breathe on it um, because I, here's the thing, I am all about <laughs> convenience. Yeah. If I, if that means that I have to hire somebody that has done so much of the work and can help me speed up my process, then I'm going to pay for that versus spending <laughs> 30, 40 years trying to figure it out. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I would gladly pay a writing coach to help me write my book. I will gladly mm -hmm. pay my therapist to help me figure out what's happening versus me just spending years and years trying to figure it out by myself. And I think that's the beautiful thing about being a human, acknowledging that we're not alone and that there's help out there. But we Thank have to you. be open. Yeah. We have to be open and receptive. And I mean, 
I'll tell you this. I think I chatted with you two years ago and it just wasn't a fit for me energetically back then when I first mm -hmm. connected with you. There was just a lot of things in my life that I was trying to juggle. Yeah. And when I reached out the second time, I think it was a year and a half later, uh, that's when I made the commitment, okay, I am ready. Even though I still had a lot of things that I needed to juggle, I created the yeah. space. I created the time because this is important to me. Um, but with yeah. that, the, the, with that, just remembering that there's help at the tip of our fingers, literally, we are yeah. so connected through the internet and we can take classes from anyone in the world. And that's the beautiful thing about um, being online. And we can connect with so many wonderful teachers, so many wonderful healers. And I am just so thankful that I connected with you because it's made a radical shift in the way that I practice breathwork and in the way that yeah. I operate day in and day out. I find myself feeling more connected not only to myself, but also just to like everything that I do. I find I'm myself so that, thank you. I find that the small things don't bug me as much. Mm -hmm. um, I find, I mean, I get like that breath work high that I'm like, what is happening? Am I yeah. in a different universe? Probably yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it just feels are. it just feels amazing for all of you that are listening. I'm telling you, breath work is a must. Just trust me on this one. Yeah. You have to try. You have to try. It's the best feeling. I mean, I cannot put it into words. It's it's just you just have to try it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think it is hard to describe actually, and it's different for everybody, and it's different every time you do it. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's more subtle, and other times it's like, wow, what was that? Where did oh, that come yeah. from? <laughs> yeah, so I've had those sessions before where it's like, whoa, where did I'm that still come having from? them. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I've been doing this many, many years, and mm -hmm. I think I might have even mentioned this to you in one of the classes. You know, I hire somebody to take me through sessions, and I just recently had this incredible heavy black energy over my heart, and it represented sort of the toxic male energy mm -hmm. uh, in the world and in my family and ancestral line. Sounds really interesting, but uh, I just knew and I could literally see this black heavy energy and uh, we worked at clearing it. And I have to tell you, I've been more joyful than I've ever been since doing that one session. So it goes to show the work's never done, which we can't, Correct. you know, but we do clear more and more over time. And I think it does become easier mm -hmm. uh, and it's all, it's like layer and layer of, uh, we'll probably always be doing the work, but I, mm -hmm. I'd like to... Well, I do. I know for a fact that it gets easier and easier. I, I think it's the same thing with our yoga practice. For those of you that are listening and you have a consistent yoga practice, you'll know that there's some days that you feel amazing on your mat and everything <laughs> is flowing. You are literally just thriving. And there's days where you can even hold yourself up in tree pose and both are okay. Both are okay. We need contrast and it's a lifelong practice. There's lifelong. no like end goal, right? It's like you are rewiring your center nervous system 
to feel more at ease, even when you mm. encounter challenges, even when there's obstacles. So that is why I also love practicing yoga because it humbles me. It reminds me that nothing will last forever, that there are some days that, you know, I am flowing so freely and I feel so amazing. And there's days where I can even hold my balance. And it's it's really humbling and really eye-opening. It's well, a great so amazing, reminder. Gustavo, you make it consistent, like you do it regardless, right? <laughs> exactly. Because you know, the- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And I feel and I find that the days that I am feeling the most disconnected and the most low energy and the less motivated, those are the days that I can rely on my practice the most. Those are the days that I need it the most correct. And I just hop on my mat. And even if it's just for like 15, 20 minutes, a few movements, a few sun A's just help me feel good. And that, that's the beautiful thing about all these healing modalities and tools. We have access to them and we don't need anything fancy to access them. They're all within us. We can move through. I mean, even if you don't have a yoga mat, you can do this on the floor. You don't need any fancy equipment for breath work, just laying on the that's ground. Right. And mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about these practices that they are accessible. Yeah. You hit the key though. Really. It's really consistency, you know, because there's many days I, I don't breathe every day. Now um, I do at least one or two longer sessions per week, but you know, there's a lot of times I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to breathe today. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I'm breathing, but I don't want to do a full breath work session. <laughs> but once you get into it, you realize, oh my God, I'm so glad I did that. So it's like everything, mm-hmm. like working out at the gym. I mean, I've been working out mm-hmm. since I was 13 years old and like five, six days a week. It just becomes like brushing your teeth. It's got to, mm-hmm. we have to make it consistent and sometimes do it even if we don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was taking a cycling class um, a few days ago and the instructor said something about it's not about consistency it's not about intensity it's about consistency and that that just struck a chord within me because I'm such an intense person like I'm literally like all or nothing Mm -hmm. and my practice for the last few years has been to just stay consistent. Just stay consistent. You don't have to do the most. Just stay consistent. And it's it's a great reminder with anything that we do that there is no fast uh, hacks to speed anything up, right? Yeah. Um, that consistency, consistency, it's going to build over time um, to get us to where we need to go. Yep. I would completely agree with that. Definitely. Jay, I have a few other questions for you. Sure. Um, so what would you say to someone that is just starting their breathwork practice? Like if there's somebody that is brand new in your sessions, mm-hmm. what would you say to them to help them feel more at ease, to help them feel just relax in this new thing they're about to embark on? That's a very good question. Um, I know the first thing I like to do with students or clients is normalize their pain Mm. (laughs) because, you know, I think people are afraid to get vulnerable or to share what's really going on. 
And in order for them to really let go in a session, uh, I, I just want them to know I've seen it all. I've, I've heard it all and probably experienced a lot of what they're experiencing. So that's the first thing is just sort of relating to them in, in some way and helping them through that. And, you know, I would also say that it's going to be a process and that one session is wonderful, but again, mm -hmm. being consistent and, and continuing the process, regardless of how painful it might be or, you know, what it brings up uh, is really the important part. I would say that sometimes things get worse before they get better. Mm. So, you know, you may be extra tired, you, you know, if you're processing a lot of emotion, you know, you might feel a little worse before we get better. And so I just remind them that, you know, that that is part of the process. And I mean, sometimes they're going to feel amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it just depends on what's going on with them. So those are some of the things. And then, you know, I just like to get really clear with them about what it is they want to release, you know, what's getting in the way. Usually it's one or two areas of life that everybody struggles with, right? And usually mm -hmm. it's like money and relationships or health. Those are three of the big ones. So, and then just, you know, just keep track of the progress and, and uh, have them also keep track of their own progress to notice the things that are shifting um, after each session. So, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot I would say to them and to be gentle on themselves mm. through the whole process. Mm. I love that. I love that gentle reminder because <laughs> I mean, I tend to be really hard on myself and I can yep, only imagine um, that, you know, I'm not alone, that there's a lot of people that beat themselves up for X, Y, and Z. And, We've yeah. been through Gustavo, even rough... not breathing properly, right? Yeah. Sorry to drop. But yeah. like, I, you, people are like analyzing the way they're breathing and they're like, I'm not doing this exactly. right. And they're hard on themselves just for the very process of breath. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, uh, it's just yeah. so mind boggling to me that, you know, we are our own worst critics. And I'm like, let's just start advocating for ourselves. Let's just like yes. change the narrative that goes between our two ears and rewrite the script into one that is more uplifting, more kind, more loving, because life is too short to be mean to ourselves. <laughs> There's no time yes. for that. <laughs> and that is what breathwork will, will bring people. If they're curious, if they've never tried it, uh, they will get a sense of, of connection with themselves like they've never had. Uh, they'll mm -hmm. feel their heart open. They'll feel a gentleness and a gratitude and they'll begin to actually uh, love who makes me emotional talking about it mm -hmm. because that's been my process too is they'll begin to just love themselves like fully no matter what's going mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Powerful. I, that is so powerful. <laughs> um, Jay, you do such a wonderful job at holding space. I got to witness how you held space for us in my breathwork training and I want to learn more about how you protect your energy because as space holders, um, it's really easy for us to just give, 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 right? But is there, mm -hmm. are there any tools that you have encountered through your career that have helped you create a clear energetic boundary so you can take care of yourself? Yeah, great question. Well, let me start by saying even before sessions or before groups that you're teaching or clients, I mean, I have a, a regular morning practice 
that mm-hmm. I do every single day for at least 30 years. And it involves journaling, reconnecting with myself, uh, reading something uplifting, something spiritual, and then usually some sort of meditation or visualization. And so if I, you know, if I don't get that time, sometimes my day doesn't always go well. So that's my form of reconnecting, getting grounded, getting centered in myself. So I have more to give. And I would say that's important for everybody to create some sort of morning practice Mm -hmm. that uh, just reconnects them. And then during sessions, you know, it's actually interesting because it's it's not as draining as one might think. Normally, I'm super uplifted when we have powerful sessions with people and I feel high because, you know, this ability to help people move through stuff is, is so amazing. It's such an honor. Mm. But I, I definitely, you know, I always say a little prayer before I start to make me a, an open channel to mm-hmm. say whatever needs to be said for this particular client and also to, to allow my client to open up and receive. And I also do Palo Santo and Sage, as mm-hmm. you know which can help clear energy. And I just do a little bit of Reiki or, or therapeutic touch, which is like clearing off energy off my body as well, usually after a session. And the one I like as well, if people are curious, is just literally creating a, a bubble of uh, lavender light or any color mm-hmm. light around them before they do a session. Mm-hmm. That's a nice form of energetic protection as well. Mm. I love all of those. Yeah. Um, I, I also use some, some rituals, um, prayer before I teach any class, just to remind me that everything that I am saying is not mine, that I am just a vessel for guidance and that I pray that whatever needs to come through me reaches whoever is in my presence and love that reminding myself that I'm just a vessel, that it's not about me, that it's about the the download that comes through me. So my prayer is just, please let me be a vessel that channels information as I move and as I speak and as I share this practice. Super simple. And then yeah. something that I learned a few years ago when I was in studio teaching classes was to put a towel over my shoulders, almost like a cloak, right? It's like an energetic barrier because in a yoga class mm-hmm. and in breathwork sessions too, I mean, we are so energetically open and there's a lot of students that might be feeling some sort of way, really open, really vulnerable, and they want to share things with you. So using that towel as a cloak can help just your body language kind of like block, you know, <laughs> things that you That's don't need so right then and there. It's so interesting. Yeah. And it's something that is so discreet. It's literally just like putting like even a jacket <laughs> over you because it creates a, a barrier. It's a boundary. And I'm sure you're an empath just like I am. We feel yes. fully and we want to help. We want to serve. But also we need to keep our energy so that we can keep giving. And it's something that I've learned. I learned that actually the hard way because I was just so available to everything and anything. I was always saying, yes, 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 this, that, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it also stems from 
a sense of wanting to fit in and a sense of wanting to be liked. Yeah. Um, and I burned out so quickly, Jay, that I started to look for tools to create clear and safe boundaries to take care of my energy. And even yeah. till this day, I use those tools to just reclaim my power. Also at the end of the day, or whenever I teach a class, I say, I call my power back to me from all places, from all people, from all experiences, from all things. I call it back to me now. In this way, I feel whole. In this way, I feel strong. In this way, I feel like myself. And it's just a quick little statement slash prayer to bring everything back in. I'm going to start incorporating that one. Oh, of course, yeah. please. I'll be more yeah. than happy to email it to you. Um, it's <laughs> it's the best. Um, okay. I feel like this has been such a wonderful conversation. And I am so honored to be in your presence and so excited to host this podcast episode for the Glow Podcast. But before we finish, I want to learn more about you through some rapid fire. Okay, just Ooh. a few questions of rapid fire, whatever comes to your mind, just like say it out loud. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite? What is your favorite childhood memory? Ooh, I would say walking uh, in the autumn, in the fall with my family over the crunchy dry leaves, doing a mm-hmm. family hike, just the smell in the air and the wearing a sweater the cool the cool air that's a really uh, beautiful memory that comes to mind mm. if you could give your younger self a piece of advice what would it be don't let them take your power you are so mm. powerful mm. yes yes mm. love that um when are you the happiest Hmm. Honestly, I am my happiest when I'm being of service, when I'm helping to inspire or transform somebody's mm-hmm. life. So, yeah, I think I'm my happiest uh, when I'm helping clients, but I'm also happiest when I'm hanging with my friends. <laughs> I love that. And then what scares you? I think the thing that's always scared me is this idea of dying Mm. with my music in me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, not feeling like I accomplished what I was supposed to accomplish or that was called to accomplish in this life. Mm. And then finally, what is your favorite way to take care of yourself? The first one that comes to mind is naps. <laughs> amazing. Okay, naps are yeah, amazing. Naps. Naps and a hot bath. <laughs> Ooh, yes, both. Both. Naps yeah. are like literally <laughs> the best way to reset your energy. It's it's so the best. It's, you just take like a mental like escape and you're like, oh, yes. I feel better. So Jay, true. it has been such an honor to spend time getting to know you a little bit better. And I am just so elated that I get to interview you. And it is my hope that anyone out there that is listening to this conversation finds this conversation inspiring so they can 
take back their power through breath work so they can recommit to their strength, their sense of confidence, so they can move through life just feeling supported and connected, not only by themselves, but by everything around them. Yeah. Oh, thank you, my friend. It's an honor. I cannot wow. wait. So before we leave, I want our listeners to know where they can find you. Yes. Thank you, Gustavo. Thank you. That was a pleasure. People can find me while well, my website is uh, breatheonit.net. So it's B-R-E-A-T-H-E-O-N-I-T.net. And then my my social media is breatheonit with J, J-A-Y. I use Instagram more than anything. And so <laughs> love to hear from people. <laughs> Amazing. Well, friends, that is our conversation. I hope you enjoyed. If you have questions for Jay or myself, feel free to find us on Instagram, breathe on it with Jay. And my Instagram handle is Gustavo A. Padron. Thank you. And we'll see you later. Thanks, everyone. Thank you to our entire team behind the scenes at Glow. I'm so grateful for your care and commitment to serving our members around the world. Thank you to our teachers for so beautifully sharing your gifts and talents. I'm also grateful to our lovely community of GLOW members. You've supported us since 2008, and because of you, we get to continue to do the work we love. It's the combined support of our team, our teachers, and our community that grants me the privilege to continue to bring you the GLOW podcast. Thank you to Lee Schneider, our Red Cub Agency, for production support. And the beautiful music you're hearing now is by Carrie Rodriguez and her husband, Luke Jacobs. And remember, take care of yourself because our world needs you. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. You can find the Glow Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or glo.com slash podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Derek Mills.